Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hey, I'm Billy. I do vocals and then I write lyrics for the band. Hey, I'm Andrew. I play guitar and sing, and I guess I'm kind of the primary songwriter in the band. Well, thank you guys for joining my podcast today. Today I'm interviewing Harm and we are going to talk about their song, I've Thought Myself Out of Happiness a Million Times. So I want to go ahead and talk about what is this song about? So for me, the song um, is a lot about kind of uh, that time in your life where you reach a certain age where you start to, I guess, like question a lot of things that you might have like been brought up with ideas that um you might have been raised around and um beliefs and faiths that you have grown up with um I definitely feel like there's like a time in your life where you kind of I guess realize what the world can be like um and it definitely puts a lot of like uh doubt and um, uncertainty in a lot of people's heads about like things that they might have been like taught or like been raised with. So it's kind of like about discovering discovering that time in your life and also wanting to hold on to, I guess, the innocence of being a kid and just having these ideas and um, kind of what you w- thought the world was, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, totally. That is super relatable. Where did you or how did you come up with the song title? So all of our song titles from our latest releases have actually been from uh, books and movies. And I just kind of like looked up different books that I enjoyed or different movies that I enjoyed. Sometimes they kind of came to us from while we were watching TV or movies. Um, but this one was actually from, uh, and I believe, and I'm so bad at like remembering my sources, but I believe this was actually a quote from the book, um, extremely close and incredibly loud that I had read a long time ago, but I just like remembered there being some kind of cool things within it. And so I like started like looking into like different parts of the book and that one just kind of stood out to us. Nice. Did this song kind of just pop into your head or was someone, you know, playing a guitar melody and, you know, you kind of just thought of these lyrics or this concept rather? So typically there might be times that I write like lyrics down and then end up bringing them into a song. But typically um, we start out with music first. And so I kind of like jam on what's been put down um, and like play it over and over until like I actually feel inspired and then kind of start writing. And it's kind of a weird like experience but normally I start writing something and I don't really know what it is at the time like what the song's about but like I just start writing things that I'm thinking or feeling and then after it's kind of on paper I start to realize where it kind of originated from that's awesome I want to talk about the song production as well since you said that you know you guys have kind of all the music down before you start writing the lyrics so who was the one that came up with this chord progression rather so i guess this is what kind of makes that different from all of our other songs because normally i'll write an entire song and do like a full-fledged garage band demo with like drums guitar bass like key ideas and then we'll hand it to andrew and he'll write keys in and like vocals come last 
this is the only song that we've ever written acoustically. So I had a couple ideas with the chord progressions and stuff. And we literally just sat on our couch in the living room and I was just playing through the song and she just started singing. I think we ran through it like three times and then we recorded it and we still have that demo and most of the lyrics are still the same. Oh, wow. So that's, that was pretty quick. Yeah. In process. Okay. Sing the song. All right. One, two, one, two, three, four. I really love that um, little guitar melody in the very beginning of the song. This song, the reason why I really, I really love this song because, well, actually now that I know exactly, you know, your train of thought as far as the lyric goes, I really love the sound of the song because it reminds me so much of very old school Paramore, um, like from the All We Know Is Falling album, uh, which yeah. I love, but I really love that guitar melody in the very beginning. Was that you, Andrew, that came up with that? Yeah. Nice. I mean, I won't say it wasn't inspired at all. Oh. <laughs> uh, it definitely, it definitely <laughs> is. Like Paramore was a big influence on us. Not only like just the fact that like, I get Josh Farrow specifically was the primary songwriter for Paramore up yeah. until he quit the band. Yeah. Um, but before I was even in a band with Billy, like he was a big influence on me because I just felt like he always had a super unique writing style. And I really wanted to write, like, I'm sure you've heard some of our other songs. We're kind of a heavier band. Yeah. Uh, and I really just wanted to like try to write a rock song and see if we could do it. So that's really how this all came about, which is why we completely flipped the approach and stripped it down and tried to make it about the song and less about like all the instruments and the riffs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We just try to have a bare bones approach. One of my good buddies, uh, I talked to him about songwriting one day and he was like, if you can't just pull a song down to its roots yeah and it still be a good song then is it really a good song yeah i agree i've actually heard that before too that's why i love like yeah when people like strip down to acoustic versions of their songs and you li really listen to um the lyrics you know and yeah I, I love what you guys did um uh with her with or with billy writing you know you guys you said that you guys sat on the couch and kind of just went back and forth um did anything change once you went into the recording studio um a, a little bit uh i don't think much changed on 
Billy's end besides a couple added parts, but I'll let her mention that. But from a musical standpoint, um, I actually have, so we did that, the acoustic version, and then I did a full band arrangement and not much changed from like the original garage band demo. Uh, and then we also did a pre-production demo. And the only thing that kind of really evolved was like some of the vocal melodies and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but Al, Al, our producer on the owner album, he did this thing, which I felt like completely changed the vibe of the pre-chorus. So like we're in the pre-chorus where it has that like rolling snare part. Uh-huh. That was always like just like normal drum sounds. And he did this like very like roomy effect and pulled like a lot of the low end out. So it was like kind of like really dark and ambient sounding and it makes the chorus come in a lot bigger. And like, I feel like that's one thing that that's different about the studio version of the song that like completely changes the vibe. And it's funny because he didn't even tell us he was going to do it. But like the second we heard it, it was like that. That's fantastic. Like that makes the song. Yeah, I love that. Billy, did anything change for you or? I'm so like, this is terrible. And I'm like so bad at like thoroughly remembering the writing process for oh. everything that I do. But um, as far as I remember, like lyrically, I don't think much changed. I know for me, the second verse, when when we originally wrote it, I just had like bits and pieces of it. And I think for some reason that was the hardest, uh, hardest part for me to put together and very frustrating because I had like the rest of the song and I just like didn't know what else to say there. So that part definitely changed throughout the writing process. Like I think in the first couple of like demos that we did, I was pretty much just humming. And then I know that the, the buildup at the end, I changed somewhat too, but I, I, don't remember much changing lyrically and Andy probably does. And he'll probably tell me I'm really wrong, (laughs) but I don't remember anything lyrically changing. I just remember that part taking me a very long time to figure out. And it wasn't until like right before the studio, I think a day or two before the studio that I actually had it nailed down. Nice. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about for this song? Or the writing process? I think for me, this one was just really cool because a lot of the time when we write, I feel a lot of pressure. Like the the song gets completed and it gets sent out to the band and then the guys kind of take their parts and like tweak them how they want to. And I'm always the last factor with a song. Oh, okay. um, and like, I'm one of those people and I hate it because I... I know it makes the life of Andy especially much harder, but if you tell me I need to write something, I just won't feel the urge to do it or inspired to do it. And I feel like everything I write, I dislike. So this one was, uh, there's only been a couple experiences with the band and this one in particular where it was just like, I was very inspired by the music instantly and I was able to write lyrics to it and have melodies to it like pretty straight away and then just jamming it over and over in circles until I had the meat and potatoes of the song down. Um, So that was definitely a really neat experience to have more of a collaboration in the writing rather than it just be me kind of 
a couple days before they really need me to be done with the song, trying to scramble it together or delaying us having things done because I just haven't felt it yet. But so I definitely think that was a neat thing about the song versus a lot of the other things we've written. Yeah. It's definitely the earliest Billy's ever been involved in the writing process because (laughs) normally I have to, like when I write songs, I want them to like convey a lot of emotion and kind of be almost entertaining on their own before the vocals are even there. Right. And like, I think that's just from writing by myself so much. That's just something that I always did. So that's why I really wanted to kind of take a little bit of that out of the, the picture. So I could really like make a song that's a little bit more, catered to like billy's writing and something where she had more freedom to do stuff and then like honestly we were trying to write a song that didn't have any screaming and she still wrote a screaming part so oh so that's it so you write the the lyrics for the screaming part too i didn't yeah which is like really cool because i get to think of like multiple layers within Uh writing vocals and like laying over vocals and if I have like a couple ideas for lines that I like but I can't really figure out which one I like better I can just put them both in um and lay them over each other I think it like gives me that extra opportunity to like add a different dynamic level obviously I can't scream and I feel like there's an intensity that it brings to the table that it's cool that when I want that there I can kind of put it in someone else's hands yeah that's cool. I had no idea. I've never really been or have seen like, or actually been in the studio with like a band who that does the screaming. So I guess I kind of assumed that like the person screaming is the one writing lyrics. So I didn't even realize that you were the one that wrote the, <laughs> those lyrics. Yeah, half That's the time, cool. half the time I get a lyric book and I have to figure out how to make them fit into the spots. Oh, so yeah. like scream this in this spot. Gotcha. And she'll like come up with a rough melody and I'd be like, I'm human. I can't do that. Um, <laughs> and then I'll do something that like caters to my voice a little bit better. Or it's at least like more feasible. Yeah. Billy tries to make everything sound like Lotus View when it's screaming. <laughs> so we don't really let her write the cadences, Gotcha. but she does write the lyrics. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on my show. Actually, I do have one more question. Either one of you can answer, both of you. Uh, Do you guys have a favorite lyric in this song? This is a tough one. (laughs) Do you have one, Andy? I I know I probably do. It's just kind of the whole second verse. Because I didn't really pay attention to it until I recorded the harmonies for Uh it. uh, Because a lot of times, Billy's kind of secretive about her stuff. Like, until we do our demos, most of us don't really hear the words. Like, she'll sing, like, she always sings very, like, quietly. And, like, it's like she doesn't want us to hear her. (laughs) And uh, it takes a while before we actually hear it. So we always do pre-pro before. So hearing the pre-pro was the first time I ever knew what all of the lyrics were. Um, And then going through, like, I had to learn the lyrics to do the harmonies. And like the lines in the in the second verse, like really, really stood out to me. Um, it's just very, uh, I don't know, it paints a picture a lot. Uh-huh. I think it's not so literal, which I think is super cool. 
Yeah. I mean, the whole song is kind of in that way, but I don't know. There was something like, I like kind of envision like the idea of it when I was singing it and it kind of helped me put the emotion into it. So yeah, I just really enjoy that. It's the, um, the verse that, so all Tracy's footsteps back as they merge beneath the grass and the scenery around becomes so skewed as the darkness closes in when the night becomes the mist, I'm lost and I'm bare with no way out. Oh yeah. I love that. That's very visual. See, and that makes me feel better because that second verse was such a pain. Um, I'm glad that it's someone's favorite part. Um, I love that. That, It's exactly what Andrew says, painting a picture. Um, And I love, I love when writers do that. So good job. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, It's actually really funny. I I thought about it while Andy was talking to you. And I think my favorite part is definitely the lyrics for the screaming part. And I kind of hate that I always do this, but I feel like I always give the guys like the cooler lines (laughs) in my mind. And I don't know if it's just because like I can't scream them that I think they're cooler. Um, But uh, I feel like his part is something that I I try not to be super literal, but sometimes like it's hard to kind of be more poetic when I write, but I'm also really inspired by that. Um, Law Dispute is like one of my favorite bands, their lyrics, but uh, again, I think it's like a very visual part of the song in my mind. And, um, so I, I think that's my favorite part of the song. And wait, what are those lyrics? And, and this is where I, Andy might correct me. Cause I always say them wrong. Cause he always changes them, but it's the part, um, I'll read it. um, you have the wrong. Yeah. I was going to say, here. Andy, go ahead and read it. <laughs> it's totally wrong. in what you sent. It's uh, to see your breath break through the particles and let your smoke fill up my lungs again. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's deep. I could, I could see, though, having the guys, like, or having them scream it, though, just so, like you said before, like, for the intensity. It works perfectly. Yeah. I feel like it gets to, I get to, like, add that, like, more emotional rawness to the screaming part because that's why I like to have it there because I feel like it does add like a desperation and like a urgency to the lyrics. Um, but then I'm like, dang it. Why can't I scream? Cause I want to get to do that part. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys again so much for coming on SoundScrib and talking. Yeah. About- thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having us. I really enjoyed your, uh, learning your songwriting process and I can't wait for more songs from you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we have some more stuff coming really soon. So Oh yes, awesome. We've got stuff in the works behind the scenes. Perfect. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Here's I've cried myself out of happiness a million times by harm.
To download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening.